Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. X-Pac, one, two, three, sixty. A new day is dawning for DX. And now, your hosts, Sean, X-Pac, Wolfman. Welcome to X-Pac, one, two, three, sixty, everyone. Woo. Yay, I can hear myself. All right. All right, well, hey, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver. I decided that... Uh, you know, this week's show mm-hmm. was going to be about NXT TakeOver. and uh, So let's talk about it. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. So we're just going to go through the card, maybe talk about some of our favorite matches, who we're rooting for, what we think is going to yeah. happen. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Um, so let's start with Pete Dunne versus Walter for the WWE United Kingdom title. What are we thinking? I think it's going to be a great match. I don't know, like you know, who's going to win it or whatever. But I mean, uh, you, you guys tell me what's what's going on storyline wise with, with them. Uh, that Walter's big and bad in there, and the Pete Dunne's the champion. I and think. that's the story. Right? That's the story. Yeah, yeah. He's done that's a good the story longest, to me. <laughs> the longest reigning UK champion, and maybe even like the longest reigning champion currently right now. He's, he's over, definitely like, two hundred something days. More yeah. than that, like he's definitely the one, the longest reigning champion in the WWE currently, yeah. and he's like a top ten longest reigning champion in the history of the WWE. I'm interested to see how have they worked. Have they ever had matches together? I don't think so. Possibly in like WX. I don't remember seeing them, but I'm interested to see. Um, and it's just the, how that match turns out. You know, like this the, the way the styles uh, mm-hmm. match with, like you know. Let's see the kind of chemistry those two have. They've been working on the UK show since TakeOver Blackpool, and they've only really interacted. There was a tag team match that they had with Gallus, but other than that, uh, Walter's really just been taking on sort of schmoes. Mm. And and this is, at least for the WWE, this is his first big feature match. Uh, I think he took on Cassius Ono in Arizona, but other than that, this is really the big showcase, and Pete Dunne, I think, is going to be the one to bring the best out of him. I yeah. think this is going to hurt. I can't call a winner. I, 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 I have no clue who's going to win that. You know, I think we are, the audience. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> We, the audience, are the winners for this match, because also it's, I just, the, I, it's the most unpredictable of, I would say, all the matches in WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I mean, what, what are we doing here? I mean... It's I don't know like you know like er, the last show I was talking about you know okay Drew and and Roman like who's you know mm-hmm. but both those guys kind of need to win well I mean who win well the question becomes Walter kind of doesn't need to be losing yeah not at all well because so far he other than Cassius Ono in the WWE sphere he hasn't actually yeah. faced anyone credible so to speak so it would 
It would behoove them if it Steve Kaufman on. said that Cassius Ono is not credible, everyone. I that said, was Steve Kaufman, everyone. Said Steve Kaufman for, said that. Except for Cassius Ono. <laughs> but I do think it's a matter of what they want what they want the story to be in the UK in the UK show is do they want Pete Dunne to be the star and then you build a monster. You build a monster and then Pete Dunne slays the monster and then you build another monster. Hmm. I don't think Walter's the I don't think Walter's just another dragon. To I don't be either. Yeah. I don't either. That's why I think he'll do it. Yeah. I think I think he'll do it, and then they you can put Pete Dunne anywhere. Yeah. I think either way, this is going to be a good match to sort of highlight each of both of their guys, like what they can each do differently from one another. So yeah, like Steve said, I'll agree with you on who like. But okay, so here's my thing. Like I personally love when there's certain matches where you really don't know which direction they can go, simply for the fact that you're like, okay, this guy needs it because so and so, and this guy needs it because that reason. Yeah. And for me, that as a fan, that's sort of what gets me drawn into it more because you know so many fans, and I'm guilty of this too, where I'm like, oh, I'm super positive this is going to happen because I because I know better or uh, this is you know this is the way it should be or whatever you know or so, sometimes it's just quite fucking obvious okay well that's <laughs> the writing it, yeah. is on the wall <laughs> yeah so I, I like things like that but either way it's going to be a good match to highlight what both of these guys can do I think it goes to a time limit draw so Oof. that it builds to the next either NXT UK or, or their their version of takeover or the next big takeover but like a takeover London, a takeover. For his first match, you can't have either of them lose. And Pete Dunne is so hot right now; his action figure is like one of the hardest things to find. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna risk like him losing. They're not gonna risk his action figure fucking losing any steam. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of money. I like how you come up with this action figure pack. Like I had no idea. Merchandise that. is a huge thing, people. So, so you're thinking sixty minute time limit? Drop? No, I don't think it, they won't have a sixty minute. Maybe 40, twenty. 30. Maybe twenty. Okay, but because if it's announced at the beginning of the match, people will forget, and then when it's gone a while, and it'll be like someone in a hold or right about to get the pin, and it's like time limit draw, and everyone's going to be so invested then of like, holy shit, what are they going to do next time? And then we go to like a Where two out of three falls. Time limit draw, like a twenty minute match. Where at NXT? Yeah, yeah, if, but where if it opens head? the show. Mm. I don't like a time. I don't like yeah. a twenty-minute time limit draw because you've seen NXT takeover matches go way longer than twenty minutes. But once once again, who knows? And I just don't see a time limit draw opening the show. I don't know if that's necessarily a good. It, unless you give them five more minutes, that you go to a time limit draw and then the crowd all on their feet five more minutes, and then that's your finish. Like, and then you have a decisive finish in those five minutes. I just don't see either of them clean pinning or beating the other one, helping either. I don't see it either, forward. but I think it's going to happen to one of them. Uh, you, it, it all it all depends on if it's Walter, what their plan is for Pete Dunne. And, and then, like, call-ups, because it's Mania Week. You mm-hmm. always know who, someone's getting called up on Raw. Yeah. Maybe this is their way to just, like, intro Walter and then bring him right to the main roster. Because Pete Dunne... Not, Walter? Yeah. He's not going to the main roster. He don't even want to fucking move yeah, he, to that's what I'm the saying. United States from Europe. Between the two of them, it would be Pete Dunne, because Pete, yeah. Pete Dunne, correct me if I'm wrong, actually lives in Florida and works out of the the Florida Performance Center, whereas Walter doesn't. Yeah, and he was shown in the Royal Rumble, so he's already had exposure to the main roster people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and moving on, we're going to be talking about, so this is actually the match that I'm like on my top list of what I'm looking forward to is War Raiders versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. I'm looking forward to it just because I've been like super impressed with like 
each and every single one of these guys here because I love like the hard hitting, real fast, very creative. Like, like I, especially with Hanson, like I love the whole like you know define something of what you think someone looks like is what they sh- how they should move in the ring, that sort of thing. So I'm pretty excited to see what this match is going to be all about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and oh, I was there for the uh, for Take the finals over. of the Dusty Classic. Oh, mm. oh fuck. <laughs> Wow, what a match they had! Um, and yeah, I, I'm just—you know, anytime the road, the road, ra- road raiders, <laughs> <laughs> time the fucking war raiders are are involved in anything, it's always great. Yeah, always. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the war, the the last war games. I remember uh, uh, Hanson being the to me. He was the, he, to me, he's the one that brought it the most. Like, I, even though, okay, you know, there were some moments in there, like the ricochet, you know, shit off the top of the cage and all that. Like, like I just have more, like, Hanson stood out to me, even mm-hmm. am, amongst all that. Like, I just, I was like, just continuously, just fucking, uh, you know, ood and odd and, and fucking, you know, got they got a pop out of me, like the the placement of things and where things were done, and and um, and those guys are so like, and the uh, War Raiders are in the Shawn Michaels advanced fucking, you know, mm. learn the learn all the secret fucking trade secret stuff, mm-hmm. the Shawn you Michaels know. trade secret class, yeah, and uh, um, yeah, it shows. It shows. I and I'm just, uh, you know, since I spent a week down there and I was part of that last, mm-hmm. you know, set of tapings and and whatnot. I'm like, that's why I wanted to do this show. Oh, yeah. today about NXT because I feel a little bit of, uh, I don't know, a little bit of an extra bond with them now. So, uh, and anyways, you know, uh, I think I think War Raiders are going to win. I think so too. I think that would be the right call. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I think I don't know if you guys talked about this on the last show, but I did want to ask you if there were certain guys that you know that maybe we haven't seen yet, like in terms of developmental and all of that, that maybe stood out to you while you were down there. I, yeah, there's there's several. Uh, I'm going to tell you a guy that I would like to see them uh, give the ball to a little bit more. Uh, Orny Lorcan. Mm. Am I saying that right? Yeah, <laughs> Orny Yeah, he's great. He's great. He, he had an amazing showing uh, during the 205 Live tournament for the number one contendership. Yeah. And it was like, I it to the point where I thought that they were going to go with him the entire way. How and come it, he's not involved in like uh, one of these? Like, how come he's not an undisputed era or some shit like well, uh, that? Him and, him and Danny Birch have been a tag team for a, a little over a year. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So the, and they're a good team or they're, whatever. They're a great but, team. Like, I just, you know, I see like. Oni, like I can see him developing a like letting his character like come out more, his personality, and once that does, like fucking forget about it. Like I think he's gonna be. People already like him, mm. and he's already out there killing it. Like I think, like he brings, he's like a old bulldog out there, you know. And you know, I think if he owns 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 his shit a little bit more out there, and like just not afraid to let his personality come out a little bit more in between the moves i think all the undisputed era guys were either new japan or ring of honor ties 
and he was more of a CZW guy, which is mm. probably why they didn't put him with I, the rest I of them. I wasn't really saying like. No, I'm just you saying know, like yeah. Them. I'm just saying from yeah. from the super insider indie fed. It's like oh well, like they tagged the Red Dragon tagged in Ring of Honor and in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole and and Roderick Strong were part of Mount Rushmore and like PWG, and they all worked in Ring of Honor in New Japan. So that's probably yeah. why they kept them all together. Whereas like he's like a CZW guy, so you tend to see him with like a Drew Gulak. Or someone from like that area mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. okay, so they know each other, they work together a lot, put them together. But okay, have, has anyone been surprised how good Alistair Black and Ricochet have been as a tag team? They they complement each like, other very well for two completely different indie <laughs> guys that were top guys to just get thrown together and have really great chemistry as a tag team. Like they should get a name and matching gear. No, and, 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 no, <laughs> goddamn, fuck, <laughs> why? Because they're great. Yeah, but they the reason why they're great is because they're not a fucking bookend tag team. And you put matching gear on them, they're just a bookend fucking tag team. I know it's hard for them to be bookends and one's black and one's white as fuck. <laughs> but still, like, no. that's there, There's a particular reason why that works, and it's because they're not out there wearing, like, no, not every team has to be, like, we got matching gear, we got this, we got that. No. No. I understand the... Temptation to do that kind of shit, but no, because those guys are still big single stars, yeah. mm-hmm. and you do that, and it, 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 yeah, fucks that up. We don't need that. Like they work so well with each other, but then they still have like so much that they can do with their own. So like you yeah. know, take them, take them however they come or however they're they're, they're presented at you in whatever oh, yeah. type of match, you know. Yeah. All right, so I guess we're all on point that this match is going to be really good. All right, so moving on, we have the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler will be dis- defending her title against Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane. So a lot of talented ladies here. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Do we think but, we're going to see a title change? Is there anyone we're rooting for? I see the title. I don't know. I see maybe the title getting off, uh, being taken off of Shayna. To anyone in particular, or just 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 the title change, Kyrie? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like her time's been. I feel like her time has been like aching, or people have been like aching for it, and it hasn't like, you know, I guess mm-hmm. flourished. I don't know if that's the right word. I feel there. I know what you mean. Yeah. They've been teasing an Io Shirai Kyrie Sane turn, but now with this talk of a women's tag division, that's probably not going to happen this show. Also, don't uh, let's. Let's not just discount that uh, Bianca Belair might come out of there as the champ. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, that if it's not Shayna Baszler, be. that Io yeah. Shirai and Kyrie Sane probably uh, It could like, be any of those ladies. Any of them. Well, more, mainly either Belair or, or Kyrie, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Io yet. Io's good. They haven't they haven't given Io Shirai a no, single. No, I know she's like, great, but like I just don't know about her yet. And as far as like she's ready for that, and you know... Mm-hmm. As far as how they've been using her. Well, they haven't been giving her a singular spotlight. Yeah. She's right. always been with Kyrie Sane and Dakota Kai, and like that's that's the story they've been telling. I like Bianca Belair in this spot. I do too. Yeah, and I think she's going to continue to get better and better and better and better from what I've seen. People were excited to see her when I was at the Riverside show. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't realize that people were as excited for her until I actually was at the show. And you know, you know, it's always mm-hmm. a different energy when you're at the show. And I was like, oh, okay, like people are behind Bianca. Okay, that's good. To and know. she's really likable, and she like, yeah, it comes through. 
you know, not just like in the ring, but like just how she interacts with people and just the smile on her face. And, you know, I've seen her interact with, I think she's like, I think you would consider her, who, what is she? Kind of like a niece of mine. My, my, my cousins, one of my cousins, little girls mm. saw her in, in St. Pete and was just enamored with her, you know. She has a connection then. She yeah. can she can yeah. connect with with yeah. with fans, with girls, whatever. Yeah, she's yeah. There's a lot big upside with her. Mm. No need to hurry with her. Uh, so, you know, that's why it's like okay when they put her in the title match at Shayna and there was all that thing with you know with Sam saying she wasn't ready or whatever. No big hurry with 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 Bianca here. Although like you don't want to go too far because then you know you don't want to wait too long with her either because. Then people all just feel like, oh, you're holding her back. Why are you holding her back? Well, I think you run the risk of overexposure. If this is the that second, too. if this is the second takeover, she doesn't win the title. You might run that risk of overexposure by the third one. Yeah. Depending on depending on what the story is they tell and what I like about these. And NX- Kyrie's already. Had, don't mean to cut you off no, there, but, Steve. Kyrie's already had the title once, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she was the very first Mayon Classic winner. Like mm-hmm. Kyrie saying is. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like that. But like, pretty much waiting to get caught up to the main yeah. roster. I was gonna say, do you think that like Kyrie's been like been there, done that sort yeah, of maybe. sort of phase at right now? Yeah. Okay. If we had to pick one of these four to just get caught up to the main roster the following day, Kyrie. Kyrie. Kyrie's the one. Yeah. All right. So then, moving on, we also have Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the NXT North American Title. I think this is. To me, the match like to me, this is the big standout match for I just me personally. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think everything with Velveteen Dream in these NXT takeovers have been standout matches. Yeah, he goes out of his way, all the way down to his gear to just get noticed, to yeah. really get noticed, be there, be ready, be be seen. I'm looking forward to the interaction that they're going to have and like you know like the, like you said the in between stuff because right. we both know that both guys have like next level charisma. Yes. So I'm going to want to see how like that plays in with the crowd, you know. I feel like it's going to be a lot of like Velveteen Dream like half the crowd and then no half the crowd's like Matt Riddle and I think that both of their energies are going to really play a big part in this match. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Matt Riddle I just his you know, everyone knows I, I've, I'm biased towards that guy anyways, but like, still, it's for a reason. Yeah. You know, not just because he's a good guy. Uh, I'm biased because, like, the guy's just, um, you know, his vision for himself and how he stuck to it and how he stayed true to it. And even there, once you go there, and a lot of that going there involves assimilating. And you, it's it's a fucking fine line to walk of how much to assimilate and how much to keep your yeah. fucking, you know. And, and and there's some things about his style that are unorthodox. Uh, and uh, when maybe somebody might try to get him to adjust, it's maybe not a good idea. And I think he's done a great job of of walking that line hmm. on that. And maybe a lot of what I'm saying right now is going over people's heads, no, but I think hopefully you're... not. Um, and, and you know, I've always seen, you know, Dream is brilliant. And uh, wait till you see this match. Holy fuck. <laughs> wait you see it. What kind uh, of gear do you think he's going to have? Because uh, the last takeover, he had Hollywood Hogan, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, 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 it was. The War Games takeover? Yeah, so yeah. So I wonder what he's going to do. Hmm. I wonder if... 
Yeah. I shouldn't tell too many things. <laughs> I was going to... Uh, huh? Huh? No, I just... <laughs> Jim oh, was pushing for it. Yeah, I can push on you up. <laughs> Uh, I'm just wondering what the entrances are going to be like. Because there, there'll be some cool entrances on this. Um, just from conversations I might have, may or may not have overheard. Right on. Yeah. I, I think this is a huge testament to the North American Championship as a title. That it yeah. gives Matt Riddle somewhere to go that isn't the main title. That Matt Riddle has a stepping stone that he's, he's not in a place this early on in his NXT run. That oh no now he has to face the champion. I think he wins. I think so too because I but I also think Vel- of all the people on NXT Takeover, I think Velveteen Dreams the most likely to get called up. Nope. All right. He's still so hot right now down there. Yeah, but I just think that uh, the North American title is. You know, I just I see Dream winning the big title there, NXT mm. title, and you know, Riddle could use that North American title. Can do some good stuff. When I was down there, um, you know, when when I was at the live event they did in Venice, mm-hmm. Florida, uh, Riddle and Adam Cole had a match. That was, and uh, the the reaction they got just going out, like their their entrances, was big, big match fucking feel, big star reactions, and um, I'd like I I look forward to seeing some more Riddle. There's Matt Cole or Adam Matt Cole, Fuck. <laughs> Adam Cole stuff in the future after seeing that down there. But yeah, okay. Moving on. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have the two out of three falls match for the NXT title: Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Yeah, <clears throat> they did an amazing job with this. Has the TV played the TV for this area yet? Yes, yes, this was this past this past week was the mat, the fatal five way for the and contendership. Did, and did they have the TV? Did they show the TV yet? Where they actually like did the face to face promo with each Not other? Yet. That's um, holy fuck. Well, but man, when the viewers see it, that unless that's the final week, it'll be the final week. Okay, then that's happening tonight. Yeah, so to the I, viewers. Yeah, you guys have to watch that. Like they, you know, okay. They took a really shitty situation mm. with um, with Ciampa's neck, right? Like, no getting around that, you know. Uh, and it's and it's such a shame because of this long build, right? But all that being said, and and Ciampa's gonna be fine, by the way. He had a five C five C six. I had a n- nice long talk with him about it, and he seems to be pretty like his spirits are good. Uh, he knows, like, okay, I, I had a. You know, five and six. I came back. I had an amazing career post surgery. Mm. He's gonna do the same, and he just needs to know, like you know, other people have been through this, and you know. Did you and, give him some encouraging? Oh words yeah, totally. And, and 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 he's gonna be because like I had mine done in '97, okay, and this is 2019, and you know, m- you know, medicine has come a long way since then. So mm-hmm. there's different procedures, different, you know. And I mean, actually, his was very similar to mine. He's still, he has screws and a plate in his neck, holding you know, holding the fusion together. But yeah, that it's going to be fine. Mm. It's going to be fine. Shitty situation, and they took this and they did they did a great job with it. You know, because what do you do last minute like this? And so I thought the fatal five way was a good idea. Um, you know, uh, and they had a hell of a match. Uh, and now this, they're doing a two out of three. And the main reason, they were talking about, 
you know, not having a stipulation or a two out of three, but you know, with everything that's happened and and that and you know, this is for the championship. Uh, you know, they figured okay, two out of three will mean it's like there's a there's going to be a definitive mm-hmm. champion. And as much as like okay, a one fall like well, somebody could go, oh, that was a fluke, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, somebody went in two. Two out of three, and that's, you have a you have a uh, you know a better claim, and that's a strong stipulation for a vacant championship. Yes, a vacant championship. It's two out of three falls. Yeah, and so Adam Cole and Gargano, like, go out to watch NXT tonight for this go home show, and watch the promo those two guys cut on each other, and they make this a big fucking deal in this promo out there with each other, and I, my hats off to those guys. Big big time shit, and they did it. It was great. So, and I don't know who's winning this. Uh, yeah, no fuck. I can't even begin to guess. Probably Gargano. I don't know. Who knows? But like everyone thinks Gargano, so maybe Cole. Mm. I don't know. We're gonna have to fucking watch and find out. I know. You know, and it's gonna be a great show. I mean, and those guys are gonna crush it. Like every match out there is gonna fucking crush it. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm going, wow. All right. It doesn't matter, like, even, like, in order you put them. Seriously? Although, of course, the ladies, again, once again, if, it, if, if that's the, the rundown, the ladies got to follow, follow uh, Ricochet Black versus the War Raiders. If that's the, yeah, if, that, if the way we've covered it is how they air it. Jesus. The ladies always wind up winning. Every with. goddamn time. But I also, I also wouldn't be shocked if the ladies were the match before right. Gargano. Which would give them a real rock because none of those matches are a come down match. They're all just five every, straight fire Every slap. match, like to me, every match after the first match is a motherfucker mm-hmm. because like the first match always kills it, and then you got to follow that, and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> all right, so yep, it's gonna be a good show, a really really good show. <laughs> I think it's great. It seems like everything this media and NXT weekend has been like talking people into this to the stadium. Mm -hmm. From the Becky Ronda Charlotte to this, like everyone's getting talked into like being invested, Mm -hmm. and it's back to the promos, and I find that really enjoyable. So I wonder who else is on NXT coming up. I'm trying to think like some of the guys, some of the people I saw that I'm like, okay. Well, there's the the big rematch between uh, actually at this point I think Donna, Donna, uh, Dominic Dijakovic and Keith Lee had their rematch, mm. and and there there was rumblings or at least I was thinking that they might have been leading to a possible match at Takeover, but this card is so stacked. Yeah, that's yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Well, and they also tape TV before Takeover, and then they tape a lot of TV at Access that weekend. That I'm sure. Dijak had an injury situation too. There was some kind of a he he was out for a specific amount of time. Hmm. This last week. Oh, no. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't a huge deal. Oh, okay. it, was it was something that, like, it, it wasn't storyline, but it was just like, okay, he's going to be out for a week because of something medical. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, anything else, everyone? Well, rest, well, it's just like a few days away. Like, <laughs> the anticipation, I mean, it's almost coming, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm not having no fucking... Really like, okay, got I got. We have a conference call coming up about that, about the speech, mm. you know, and just to see, 
see how we're doing it, you know, because it's not, I don't know if you guys heard, but like I've been mentioning, it's the things are changing this year, you know. Oh, I wanted to Hall ask that. Wise. Uh, do you th- they put NXT back on Friday mm-hmm. instead of the Hall of Fame on Friday and NXT on Saturday? Yeah, now I'm going to miss it because I'll be doing a fucking ap- appearance at Access from mm. 7 to 10. On Friday God, night? Damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Upside, you'll get to meet a lot of great fans. Yes. Yeah, I know, you, but I could meet them. That. I could meet them like on a different. You know, <laughs> I could meet them at like three. Or they, this this is uh, paying you back for them putting you on camera at the last takeover. Actually, no. <laughs> it's just there's no other. There honestly, like in their defense, there was really no other place to put us. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. So. Oh, so it's all of you at Access signing? Well, no, or just because you? you know Sean and Hunter <laughs> will be at um, takeover. Takeover. Yeah. All right. Well done, everyone. Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, it's kind of stressful, but I'm trying to, you know, trying to push all the stressful shit to the side so I can enjoy things. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't always work that way. So, I don't know. Just like to... I want to enjoy everything, but at the same time, it's like, oh, my God, part of me is like, oh, let's get this shit over with. Just being honest with you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I think you should enjoy it. Enjoy every second of it. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, we're out of here. Love follow Sean on Twitter at the Real Xbox. Subscribe to the YouTube YouTube.com slash Xbox. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jimbo in the Booth. Check out our Twitter account at Xbox One Two Three Show. Make sure to check that out. We have giveaways. We have so much going on. So check that out. And then if you guys want to follow me on YouTube, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Xbox One Two Three Show. Oh, sorry. Xbox One Two. <laughs> Xbox 360 show at Xbox 360 show on Twitter. Man, I'm a mess today. <laughs> and I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm involved with a lot of YouTube pages. If I tweet the link, I'm involved. Alright. See you, see you next week. Post-WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Alright, everyone. We're out of here. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Sean Waltman, producers Mark B. Donica, Jimbo Frank, and the entire Xbox 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow Xbox on Twitter at TheRealXpoc and email us at xpoc12360show at gmail.com. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.